Why, hello, everybody. <laughs> this is, um, don't ask me why my voice is like that. This is, this is BF Goggles. This is a podcast of fun and relaxation and critical thought. <laughs> so critical. Oh, so critical. Um, I am not this judgy in my relationships, or am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely insert must. Uh, what is it? Mustache twirl. <laughs> mustache twirl. I did the um, pinky to the to the lower uh, uh, lip. Of course. I don't. I never. I never actually watched Austin Powers. Wow. So I, don't, I, I just know the reference, but I <laughs> don't know his name. You've never seen Austin Powers? No. I feel like it was one of those things where, like, there were certain things that my mother found to be, like, really crude and crass that I, like, weren't allowed to watch. Okay. And so I think that might be the reason why, you know, like, she was like, this humor is too adult for you for whatever reason. Oh. Um, I could be mis misremembering that, but there was a category of things that, like, I couldn't, I, like, wasn't allowed to watch. So one of them was um, definitely Ren and Stimpy. Hmm. Um, and then there was definitely Ed, Ed and Eddie. Though she just, there was something about the art style that my mom really didn't, like, like, made her, like, queasy. Really? Um, yeah, so if I watched any of these things, it was kind of, like, very hush-hush. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I think any attempt of me trying to watch Ed and Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie was, I was also like, I don't like this. <laughs> so oh. there, were certain, there were certain things that we were definitely, like, maybe in alignment of, which okay. makes sense, because I am my mother's child, right? And then there was other things which I was just like, huh, that's, like, a strange thing to put your foot down on. Um, right. Yeah, so I, I I could be wrong, but I think Austin Powers is one of those things. And so, am I missing out, Francesca? You know, I, I just, <laughs> all I can say is I feel old. That was definitely, like, a, it was always on TV and just, like, okay to watch. And I think, what is it, like, Undercover Brother was, like, kind of around the same time. Oh. So I feel like there was just, like, a bunch of, like funny like comedy period piece things that were like spy related or like spy kids spy? or yeah yeah that was like yeah. a, a genre for a, a hot minute or that's because uh, that was also maybe around the same time as like spy kids right right and i could be misremembering all of this and just being like yeah 2000 to 2008 <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's like the um the same thing where you're like, oh, is this the 90s or the early 2000s? Right. right? Like, you'll be like, wow, that was so 90s. And it's like 2002. And you're like, oh, never, yeah. <laughs> never mind. Like, Austin Powers was 1997. I definitely have uh, to go look that up. But the other two were, like, in the early 2000s, I thought. so. Or, okay, yeah. one gold member was in 2002. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, uh, so that, yeah, that makes sense, because yeah. the first Austin Powers, I would have been, like, six, right? Yeah, okay. So my mom would have been, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, eight, uh, so I was, like, yeah, okay, you don't know what any of this is. This is, yeah. yeah. But, then, yeah, that, that tracks with my brain, because then, yeah, there was, like, something about it that was, like, too crass, and she was, like, no, mm-hmm. right? Um, Which, like, totally reminds me of... Some DJ did like a video track for some song, and um, you know, they like usually play music, like they play music videos. But in this song that I'm forgetting of, they like intersperse it with um, the sex scene from the um, the like puppet 
Oh, um, Team America? Yeah. Please? No. No. <laughs> it's, it's, you're just like, I was just like in the club a couple weeks ago and I was like, oh, this is the sex scene I heard about in Team America. You and I like remember about... my mom watching the movie and like freaking out about that scene <laughs> um, and like talking to like family or a friend or something about like how like it was too much and like how explicit it was. And so I think that was like another movie where I like maybe could have watched and then they like were like, I don't know, we're going to check in on this one, right? Because right. it was, like, puppets, right. right? And so they were like, maybe this is okay. And then she watched it, and she was like, absolutely fucking not. Right. I, I don't I don't remember how old I was um, when that came out. I but. mean, it's fair. For for that sex scene, I don't think kids should be watching that, because it's like, that, that's, I, it's literally puppets, like, doing the motions of sex. <laughs> well, like, they, like, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, explicit raw, and then they get, you know, and this is not to yuck anyone's yum, but they get, like, a little kinky. Like, it's a lot, right? right. Like, it's not... It's many it's things. It's not... Yeah, it's not just, like, a uh, missionary. No. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> yeah, it could be, like, puppet karma sutra for somebody. One minute you're going to be watching Team America World Police and then straight on to you porn. <laughs> we know what this pipeline looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, that was a very long, random introduction. That's not what we're talking about today. Right. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that uh, off-topic uh, <laughs> thing that we that we were doing, um, and this is a very weird way to start this very wholesome sweet show that we're about <laughs> right. to start talking about. Like, totally not <laughs> but, what we're doing. <laughs> but here we are. So today, um, we're going to talk about this uh, yaoi mm-hmm. um, called Zaki to Miano, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, just in case, I might have said this on the show before, I don't know if this is actually the first yaoi we're talking about um, for that wasn't in the lost season. Um, <laughs> but, so, um, yaoi is a genre of men loving men, mm-hmm. or boys love, um, but it is specifically um, made by women for women mm. um, in Japan. Mm. And that is what yaoi is. Mm-hmm. Um, if the content creator is made by a gay man um, for gays. It is called something different. Mm. Um, and, you know, if they are bare, bare gays, it is also called something different. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember what the one. I know the borrower one, which just says something about me. Um, but <laughs> I don't remember the other one <laughs> off the top of my head. Well, um, wait. Um, well, Boys Love like, is shown in I. The, the Boys Love... Well, um, I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of the one that's made by gay men for gay men. I don't know that one off the top of my head. Oh, um, and it's not in Bada? No, because Bada is like a subgenre of that. Oh, I wonder. Hmm. Because there's, because there's like ones where like, because you know, Bada is like, they're bare and they're muscly, right? And so it's like. Bada, even though it's more popular in mm-hmm. the West, mm-hmm. is like technically like not the not the overarching genre. But mm-hmm. it's like weird because I like don't think I've seen anything that's like from a gay man for other gay men that's not Bada. But <laughs> technically it's like not Technically it's technically it's a subgenre of this like bigger or technically it would be considered like a subgenre the way that like the bear community is a subgenre of the gay community. Ah. Yeah, I got to I got to think about what the term is cuz 
I can't think of it either. I would have thought it was um, Yowie. But because when you talk about Yowie, it's like also that breaks up into different types. Yes, totally. But it is maybe like, you know, off the top of my head, six different possible tropes. Like some sort of height trope or like occupation trope. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. it's like the height, the occupation, like student and like businessman or something like that. Like I'm thinking of Junjo Romantica. Yeah, there's usually a light and dark trope. Mm-hmm. Someone with dark hair, someone with light hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is the moment where we're just going to blank out on it. We're not going to Google it, even though we're at our computers and could. Um, <laughs> and we're just going to be like, yeah, there's a different genre that neither Francesca and I know because it's not as popular as Bada and Yaoi. I mean, it literally um, says gay. I did look it up. Oh, isn't it just, is it just gay? Gay komi or like gay manga. So yeah, oh, it's like, yeah. A, it's like the, yeah. it's like a borrowed word and just literally gay. But yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting because. Does it have examples of like what, sorry, now I'm actually going to look it up. I wasn't <laughs> going to. Um, I don't want to, gay komi? Is that what you said? Yeah, G-E-I, gay. G-E, oh, oh, oh there it is. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Okay, this is... Yeah, because it's within Gay Komi, is Bada, right? Right. Like, it's not... It's it's within it. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just like, it's within it. Um, but there's... It's interesting, because there isn't, like, a Gay Komi page well i don't know because yeah i get i don't know if i wonder if like how prevalent each of these terms is yeah because in at least in my mind when it comes to talking to like people about different like anime that would be or art or whatever that would be in these genres i feel like most times when you say yaoi it's like the biggest thing and then, like, you can be talking about bara, or you can be talking about something completely, like, non-explicit, which usually ends up being shown in I. And then, you know, there might be, like, different, like, subgenres in there. But, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like uh, bara seems more, like, it, I don't know if it's necessarily always muscular. I feel like there is some sort of, like, muscliness going on. But because it's because when I think of Yaoi, I think of like uh, women's manga art more like focused. Like that's the style. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. They're they're twinks often. Oh um, yeah. Okay. I was I was thinking also like the uh, <laughs> the like lion weights and like the types of tones and. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, but I'm just like. But yeah, I'm you're like, you're totally right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like they are like skin. They are skinny. One person, the other person might be like tall and kind of lean. There's, there's yeah, they're still lean. The both yeah. of them are often. Yeah. But um, someone might be fully like bony. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like there's like doujinshi that feature characters that are not necessarily 
um, Bada, and those would be Gekomi, but oh. like it's not a prevalent enough term because it's not borrowed, mm. right? So like, like the way that Yaoi and Bara are clearly borrowed terms to describe something specific in Japanese culture, like Gekomi is t- too close to like gay comic, mm-hmm. to I feel like to like be used in a way like as like a thing, um, and so. I think that that might be why it's like harder to like find this like distinction between those, between what is Gekomi and then these other two things because mm-hmm. the other two things are so kind of specific in what they're presenting that like it's easier to like be like oh that's Yaoi that's fucking Bada, mm. you know, um, because there's definitely there's definitely Dojenshi that I'm thinking of that like don't feature Bada men but I don't know who wrote them. Right, like I don't know if um, a woman or a man wrote them, and so then I don't know if they would be classified as yaoi or gekomi, which I would have to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very curious about right now, but mm-hmm. that is not what we're here to talk about. It's true. <laughs> um, well, it's gonna be like very um, interesting, but um, so <laughs> yaoi. <laughs> going back to it. Going back to what we are actually talking here to talk about, yeah. yeah. Is, um, is a specific genre. Um, it's usually written by women for women. Um, and so the, like, kind of, and it has this, like, kind of long history of kind of dynamics of um, these male relationships with each other that we were kind of mentioning before. Mm. Um, so we're, we're uh, going to talk about Sasaki de Miyano, um, which is... Um, basically like a high school yaoi Mm rom-com um that'd be the easiest way to talk about it as like a quick summary it features oh well okay so this it's interesting because this yaoi sometimes yaoi is self-referential and so they reference like yaoi fandom within this show for whatever reason Mm -hmm. um and so there's a term to talk about um a yaoi a, a yaoi fan mm. um which is fujoshi if you identify as a woman and then um a fudanshi um if you identify as a man and the really important thing about these identifications is that a fudanshi does not mean that they are attracted to men even though they read boys love right um I'm just going to say that again. A fudanshi does not mean <laughs> that they are attracted to men despite reading and being a super fan of boys love. Because we, we shouldn't, we, this is about like kind of like a, a, a knee deep into fandom mm-hmm. um, or bodily into fandom. This right. isn't like I casually read Yaoi, right? Mm-hmm. These people are like, I'm here for every fucking release. I go to the fucking things to get the, you know, I listen to the soundtracks. I buy the merch. Mm-hmm. Like these are people who are involved in the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, they waded and... into the surf and they just take it in waves like, oh, yes, give me all of the yaoi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so sometimes yaoi has characters in it that are aware of the kind of culture capital of yaoi and universe right um and so there's a little bit of meta-ness there um and so this kind of features um two protagonists um there's actually kind of no b couple even though there's usually well there is a b couple but they're never on screen together um never 
which I don't know if you picked up on Francesca. Mm. But um, <laughs> these shows usually have an A couple and a B couple. And so the, the main A couple is, um, oh gosh, let's see if I remember them right. Miyano, who's the food and dashi. Mm-hmm. And, and then Sasaki, who um, is kind of the, uh, is the love interest. Uh, Sasaki. Sasaki, thank you. Mm. Um, so and so Sasa- Sasaki, wait, Sasaki, mm. um, is kind of coming to terms with his attraction for Miano, and Miano is going to take a while. <laughs> a while. <laughs> Miano's kind of like, like Miano has a, a specific complex around looking really feminine mm-hmm. um, from uh, middle school. And so Miano is kind of wrestling with wanting to uh, present as masculine and feel masculine um, and not being presented as feminine. Mm -hmm. And then kind of um, is, uh, is a, is a food, is a fudanshi, right? And so kind of has these uh, leanings towards imagining scenarios of men together, but doesn't really see that for himself. Right. Um, and so is kind of in a position of, and his like, you know, his previous crush was a woman. And so he's kind of in this position of like super naivety mm. around his own sexuality on some level, but then also a position of, um, a leaning towards rottenness. <laughs> well, that's because that's like the isn't that the 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 base of Fujoshi and Fudanshi? Wait, rottedness? That's how it gets translated to sometimes. Oh. Did you not? Maybe because of food, I I'd have to look at. Yeah, that. it translates from Japanese as rotten girl. Fudanshi. That's what Fujoshi is, anyway. Oh, wow. Spoilage. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's why, that's why... bad? I did not know that. Yeah, that's why there's, like, a weird, like... There's, like, a weird, like, low-key stigma around it. Because it's, like... Right? Because it's, like, oh, you like you like to look at this these queer men do things. And queer men is, like, kind of wrong. Right? Like, that's... And this is why, like, yaoi is, like, kind of complicated when people are, like, oh, Japan's, like, super accepting. And it's, like, well, no, the people who enjoy this are, like, referenced as being rotted. Right. And, like, <laughs> and, like corrupted by, like, gay sex. Right. To then be, like, hyper-obsessed with gay sex. And then, like, yeah, and then they are just rotted. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's also, like, the rotted... Where, and we've we've talked about this w- with ourselves, you know, where like I could watch a program, mm-hmm. and, and like you know, two characters could like breathe in the direction of each other, and I'm like, did you see? Did you see the way they looked at them? You know, right? <laughs> and you're like, ship signed, sealed, like mm-hmm. <laughs> signed it in blood, <laughs> like <laughs> done, <laughs> done, right? And it's oh, like, I see this, and I and I and I and I think that that's like kind of something about the rottedness right mm-hmm. like you're you the fixation in your brain is just so intense that like you just go there at like the drop of a hat right um though i think that there's this other kind of like connotations in terms of the word yeah there are, there, there could be other meanings i don't know what kanji i was thinking of <laughs> oh that's so i feel like we've referenced each other in ways of rottedness and i thought you always knew that that was because i was referencing it because of fujoshi and fudanshi it's very funny to me 
Oddly <laughs> enough, I feel like people who are like obsessed with something describe themselves as somewhat rotted mm-hmm. or like sick or something like that. So I guess I just really never associated it with like the actual direct meaning of the the word. The word. You know? <laughs> My mind is. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So so part of this kind of part of Miano's kind of tension is um kind of having like this natural like uh, leaning towards like kind of creating rotted situations to like fantasize over about right um and he does talk about that like narratively throughout the show um where he's like trying to figure out uh enough information for him to like just like go and run off with the fantasy of it um and then also being like uh am i actually attracted to this guy right, right? Because um, I've never been attracted to guys. When I read uh, explicit guys, g- gay sex in this in this yaoi, like I'm not attracted, right? Like that's like that's like part of his experience, right? Is that he reads a lot of gay sex and isn't attracted in when he's reading it. So right. that's why he kind of is confu- in a state of confusion. Hmm. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the summary of the show. Did I miss anything? I. I mean, there's there's tangents with the other characters. Characters, yeah. We can talk about them as they apply. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I do think that they're a different kind of cast that you, that we have here compared to other yaoi's, and so it is important to talk about them. But that's the that's the setup of the story is that there's one guy who's like definitely into another guy, <laughs> and then the other guy who should be into guys being like, "What's going on?" or like like it consumes gay literature is like what's going on yeah like how could this apply to me (laughs) yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so um all that being said what were your what were your first impressions about the show what are you here for uh am i here for something i i don't know (laughs) uh (laughs) i did i did like uh the opening, like it seemed, their their meeting is is unique. The the bullying thing. Yeah, like the fact that he's not the one get, being bullied, but he's like Miano sees someone being bullied, and then like is about to maybe try to go say something, and then Sasaki shows up and says, "Hold this," or it's like a mopper broom, and then he goes off, and then so the first this this like iterates a few times in this show, but the first <laughs> time there's like. He's like watching Sasaki's back as he goes to fight or something and then like has some sort of like fleeting thought with like cue romantic sounds of like bells chiming and just like flickering uh, light works, I think. And then it was like credits or something. But when it started, I was like, oh, okay, so this is like very much boy meets boy and cuteness ensues. But it does right. not go that way, really, because you find <laughs> out that Miano is a fudanshi and he has, like, he he runs away from any and every, like, opportunity to um, get together with the other boy for a long time. Well, because it's, like, this weird, I feel like part of it, right, is that he's um he's a fudanshi and he goes to an all-boys school so where he like might be able to have shared his passion with like a girl at a mixed educational place he like doesn't really have anyone to share his passion with and his friends like might know about it and they don't judge him which right. is like i think like an important part of it right mm-hmm. um 
but yeah, it's like he doesn't have anyone to share his passion with. And so because Sasaki has a crush on um, Miyano, he like, you know, is like, what are you into? Mm. And so, you know, Miyano is almost like, I'm making a friend who I can talk about BL shit with. And Sasaki is like, God, you're so fucking cute. Right. It's just like, oh, friends. And he's like, just a wolf <laughs> lying in wait. <laughs> or like a cute puppy since, you know, both of them sort of don't know what to do to some degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the wolf and puppy thing. I think it leads into where I eventually want to go. Okay. But, um... So for you, you're like, you're like, oh, this is going to be kind of traditional. And then you're like, it's not traditional. And you were uh, lukewarm about it, irritated about it. I'm, this, I'm not Oh, irritated. can I also ask you a question? Okay. Sorry, I know I'm asking a lot of questions. No, no, please. You saw Heartstopper before you watched this, right? Yes. Yeah. That so this probably is really... impacts it, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is really interesting. So um, eventually we're going to talk about Heartstopper together. Um, but... Uh, so for me, I watched Sasaki the Miyano before I watched Heartstopper. Mm. And so for, in the, in, in the timeline of my life, because this is actually the timeline of when the shows were released, mm. um, a lot of the, um, drawings that happen in Heartstopper are very similar to the, the kind of effects that happen in Sasaki to Miyano. Mm. And so I saw that as like a, like a, oh, this happened in Sasaki to Miyano and then it happens in Heartstopper. Oh. And I'm... And I'm realizing that you have the, like, reverse experience of it. And Heartstopper is just, like, a very different, um, it's a more direct kind of show. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, Heartstopper is, like, actually more of a traditional, like, yaoi, probably, somewhere. But it's just, like, Uh, live action. Yeah, yeah. That makes, yeah, it is, yeah. Yes. Uh, Although I did read, I did read that comic, and it, 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 probably will not stay that way but in a good way oh good, good. yeah um, but i don't that's not a that's not a bad thing anyway but yeah this and it's not a bad thing that that it's not a bad thing that this is where i thought it was going like i mentioned jujo romantica earlier earlier there what was he, there was like another one that was by that studio like the next two seasons oh, or something gosh um, was it like studio they're working in D? a they're working in a an office together right <laughs> and then there then there was also um what is it sekai ichiban like dakishi retai dotoko or something like that yeah they were talking about um, um the second hottest man one yeah 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 good one, good so, one. <laughs> yeah those things like for me the, these are the canvas of my genre <laughs> and i'm like oh right. these are very pretty shows and they all do very very interesting things and and there's like one party who's basically um like head over heels like yeah the aggressor slash like i'm deeply in love with you and like they all kind of push a boundary that this does not uh but then there's that other character who's like i guess in the end at least bisexual and like wasn't not in favor of what happens but has to like come around to accepting what's happening. Right, right. Because one of the one of the caveats of the genre is that like gayness is wrong and what they're doing is wrong and mm-hmm. one character usually doesn't care that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then the other character is like very um it, sh- like holding themselves back because of like societal 
concerns. Right. Or, or like family concerns or work concerns or, I mean, it yeah. doesn't always come up to in like the, the world's most attractive man one or whatever that was. It's like they're, they're models. So there is right. a way that they're in like the public eye and mm-hmm. it has its own weight there. And you could probably say the same about um, June Joe Romantica because one of those characters is like a world famous author, or at least a na- author. national author and um, like a professor and like people in these like very v- visible roles. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. is like a high school. And then, you know, we've also seen Given. So I'm just like, oh, in a, in a, in a lot of ways, like uh, I see the road. We've been down this road, but I will travel it again. yeah because there's there's something about that there's like um there's something formulaic about it right and like Mm -hmm. these characters are often like tropes in of themselves right and Mm so so in terms of when we're talking about yaoi right there's the seme and the uke right and so the seme is the top and the the more dominating one and the uke is the bottom and the more submissive one um and that's those roles are very strict there's no usually switch hidden or verse uh in in, in yaoi universe it is like there's one and there's the other Mm -hmm. um and so like you know even 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 if it's a seme who's uh like terse and like emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. or an uke that is terse and emotionally unavailable that is still the like trope mm-hmm. like there's kind of like character trope that exceeds even the top and bottom position mm-hmm. right um which goes into the kind of like dark versus light right mm. um so like even so like if i think traditionally the top is usually uh, more of a quote-unquote dark personality like character right and then the bottom is traditionally like a light uh person joy and like shorter and all these kinds of things mm-hmm. um which i'm thinking of like gravitation right um and have i and, seen gravitation i don't think so uh, oh I, I don't th- i don't i honestly i'm gonna say i haven't seen it either but i know that that is like a very popular one and i know for a fact that that is that is a trope. That is like a trope. I, <laughs> like, I don't even... I can just look at the cover art and be like, that's what's going on oh, there well, and, like, yeah. move on. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and that's kind of... That is kind of the genre, right? And so um, the long one that you said, which is, like, the two-model one, right? Like, that's, like, a flipped moment where, like, the semi is the happy-go-lucky one um, and the angel and even has angel wings because mm-hmm. that is another trope um, in feathers. Um, and then the 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 bottom is the sarcastic one. Right. right. And the terse one and, like, the emotionally unavailable one. So, like, these are just... They just, like, exist in this universe. Mm-hmm. Um and so for you, going back to it, you were kind of feeling like travel this road before, mm. but then you said it was not the same road. Right. Because it just progresses really quickly, you know, because like Sasaki realizes pretty quickly that, or I mean, it starts like in the middle of things and then it goes back, right? Yes. Like, and yes. then and then you kind of see like the development. It's like, oh, he very quickly was like, uh, what is this feeling? And And then it like just kind of goes along with how they exchange like this manga and like being like awkward about it and that whole development. Uh, And then like the other characters arrive. So, so if it was more cookie cutter, I feel like it would have been less about like sharing things 
and like building mm. a friendship and trying to figure out if it's friends or like how things are going to shake out because one of them quicker than the other wants more than friendship yeah and then they have to navigate that so well and also like the like there's a moment of like a confession that happens kind of like around episode eight or nine and then miana doesn't answer right mm -hmm. and it's and it and it and it one forces Miana to kind of have to reckon with Sasaki's uh, feelings, right? Right. But then also like um, makes the narrative like almost like about something different because often in Yaoi, right? Like Sasaki would just like take Miano, right? And then Miano would, after several moments of being taken, right, will eventually like acquiesce to the pleasure, right? And ultimately, the the desire. And then maybe the love, right? Oh, and that's right. like usually how these things happen. Mm -hmm. But um, Sasaki is like kind of so aware of like his desire that he holds himself back mm -hmm. to a certain degree. And so you actually kind of, it's like you get a lot more gay angst from the aggressor mm -hmm. that you don't normally get or from the quote like the Sasaki's and the traditional aggressor position because he is aware of his desire. Right. Um, and so you get a lot more angst from that, from that position, where usually you just the angst comes from the turmoil of kind of being sexually assaulted, and having to deal, yeah. with, <laughs> deal with that. Right. Um, <laughs> um, yaoi, yaoi. You know, it's complicated. It's um, complicated. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so like I think I think that that's part of the 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 difference. Mm. Um, I think the other thing that's really interesting um, about the the cast, right, is that this is like a cast of like the supporting cast is mostly straight boys. Mm -hmm. um, mostly. Yes, there's one that isn't. Mm -hmm. Um. But I think that that's also really interesting and really important because it almost seems like a part of the series is invested in, like, um, tackling the social acceptance of, like, their relationship in a way that's, like, supported by the friend group. Right. Um, and so it's it's not about, like, straight acceptance, but maybe straight allyship. Right. In, like, a certain particular kind of way. Mm -hmm. And so that's very different. Um true but yeah. also also like what is it straight straight boys who have interests that would otherwise be construed as like queer if not for the fact that they're like one of them has a girlfriend there's there's two there's two that have a that there's two guys that have girlfriends that are fujoshis right and that's that's really like supposed to be important mm -hmm. one who's like feeling like he's like the butt of her fantasy Mm -hmm. um, because he's like a, a masculine kind of a delinquent type like person and she likes to imagine those tall masculine delinquent types as bottoms and so he like has like kind of a crisis of his girlfriend maybe ma uh, maybe imagining him as a bottom for other dudes oh <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean oh <laughs> did that not register no I mean, it did register. I, I remember. I remember the episode where he was kind of saying how frustrated he was by things, but I didn't. I thought it was like another. I thought it was like another. Like, uh, she's so extreme about like this stuff, but I didn't realize that it was about him getting, like, being like topped. 
Yeah, no, that's what his stress is, is because he, like, realizes her fetish, mm-hmm. and then that's and that's Miano's comments, right? He's like, oh, I can't tell you that, like, that is what she's doing, <laughs> because that's what I would do. Because Miano also likes tall, delinquent ukes, which you only get kind of, like, um, he doesn't directly ever say, but yeah. He's like, I understand what she sees in that trope. Mm. Like, that's a good trope, right? <laughs> um it is and yeah, it's important that that's kind of like in the background for Miano for later. But yeah, and so that's that's his anxiety, right? But then he who's the other boy that does the um the tailoring like the costumes? Oh, so that's the upper that's the other upperclassman because there's also dynamics of upperclassmen and underclassmen that's right. going on here. So Saki is the upperclassman and Miano is the underclassman. Mm-hmm. Um, we we probably won't get into those. Uh, nuances but that is that is another layer that's going on right. um that's the upperclassman who has the gay older brother mm. um but he like all his siblings are gay is what you find out later and he like he's like weird because his positionality feels like because he's also close to miano because mm-hmm. he was like the club president of whatever club that Miano's a part of right um his positionality, you think, is the red herring of the second love interest right, that often rival. happens in Yaoi, mm-hmm. where they're like, it has to be a competing love interest for you to, like, realize that, like, you're in love with the actual person that the, loves you that and not, like, you. this other person <laughs> who's, like, trying to, like, sexually assault you, kind of. Um, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> really Yaoi. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> It's, it's tropes, tropes. It's tropes. <laughs> just us, like. Um, but um, oh, I guess we talked about tricolored window. Anyway, sorry. Um, That's right. Oh my god. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so like that that upperclassman. You think that he's actually kind of into Miano because of things that he's like says, and he's like kind of super aware of Sasaki's like discomfort but then you realize that he just like wants the best for miano and then like he kind of is like i'm coming into terms of like you're allowed to be gay but it's like weird because in his like flashback that he has like kind of later in the season when you find out that all his all his siblings are queer the mother is like oh well you're gonna give me a kid and it's unclear whether that senpai is actually has queer desire but feels like he's socially obligated to be straight mm. or not. He was like a really interesting character because I kind of wanted him to be um, uh, a second. I kind of wanted a love triangle with a form. Or not uh... triangle, but like, you know, a competition of form. Um, yeah, and then it just doesn't. It just doesn't because he like ends up being kind of like the the like... I'm straight and accepting you kind mm-hmm. of thing. Cause again, the, the show is like interested around like allyship. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, he's the only one that has like conflict. Cause Miano's best friend, the guy with the glasses who dates the Fujoshi that's in the hospital. Mm. He's just like, I do anything and everything for my girlfriend and I don't care. Right. <laughs> and he's the most aware of what's going on. He's just like, you know, he has that line where he's like, oh, I can't take a picture of you because I'd be mad if someone took a picture of my girlfriend. <laughs> right? Like, he's, like, he's like fully aware of, like, what's happening and what's going on and kind of, like, forces the issue 
when they get together or something, right? Like, he's like, you need to tell our third friend that you're dating a dude. Mm. Right? Like, he's, like, very, like, or, like, that this dude confessed to you, whatever. So he's, like, the support of, like, there's nothing wrong here. Like, I'm I'm here to for you to talk even though you're being, like, annoying about it. Right. <laughs> um, like, and he's the person that gets over... bullied. Oh, right? wait, the, uh, the one with the glasses. Yeah. 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 yeah, but he's, like, so, like, calm. And it's just, like, how ironic for the guy that was comes off as being, like, a nerd by looks and then, like, was getting beaten up in the first episode. And it turns out he's, like, the one with the really, um, like, his comments about what his girlfriend says are really funny. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, he, he seems to have this, like, very rich, like, other life with his, like, relationship. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, he's the one who just seems, like, kind of jaded and just, like, oh, my God, go out already. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, the one that's, like, so, like, he's just, like, what's what's there an issue about, right? Like, when um, there's a cross-dressing competition and they, like, want Miano to be in it because Miano has been told that he looks like a girl, mm-hmm. right? Um, he's, like, I'll be your alternate. Like, my girlfriend will love it. And he's just, like... I don't care. Right. <laughs> right? Like, he's just like, he's just like, what? Society says what? Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. It's interesting because when he first showed up, based on, like, the yaoi tropes that I'm used to, I thought that he was going to vie for Sasaki. Really? Yeah. How so? Well, because Sasaki, like, saves him. Oh, and, that's like, right. I think, that's, I think there's, like, some saying... There's, like, something that he says early on that, like, feels like he's, like, a little, un- like, annoyed with Miano, but, like, wants to catch the eye of Sasaki. Mm. But it's very brief, right? Because that's, like, not where the character, like, wants to go. Right. Um, but, yeah, this show definitely plays with, like, my, like, since usually in Yaoi's, every character that is important and named is a potential for a projection and a fantasy to like happen on mm. of like queer desire <laughs> i was really like is this what's happening is this what's happening oh no they're all straight right it was like a fake out but like kind of good because it would it would have just like blown up if it just turned into this like five way right probably split down the middle between sasaki and miano but for like each of them having like four love interests that just feels like a lot yeah, and especially because, like, you know, um, it didn't want to kind of, it didn't want to, like, force sexuality through submission, mm-hmm. which often happens here. It, like, actually wanted Miano to kind of, like, figure out, like, the, like, his position to his desire. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, so I'm going to ask you, I'm, I'm going to ask you this way. Okay. <laughs> Um, because I think this show, I think this is part of what the show is invested in. But who's your top and who's your bottom? Out of the two? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I think I think Sasaki needs to be the uke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, so, yeah. What do, do you agree? No, no. Um, I, I'm like really on the fence, and I'm really on the fence because one, I think the show is like invested in that fence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. And then two, um, 
the 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 ending episode kind of like made me like flip back and forth like constantly mm-hmm. um but i think that this is really interesting can you can you um explain to uh to us why you feel that way <laughs> um well like we've been talking about miano like really doesn't like being perceived as so girly Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. like to kind of like taken lightly in that way, and I just don't think I don't. I feel like it's it feels like a stretch to be like, okay, you've 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 got this like chip on your shoulder, and like you're kind of working towards your realization that you're attracted to this other guy, while still actually pretty much carrying this chip on your shoulder. Like maybe it's okay that he thinks you're cute. But I don't think that that's going to like undo not being a fan of being put in a position of being submissive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't think the show tries to tries to like say, well, there are power bottoms or so. You know, they're not trying to like yeah. say that there are layers and layers in these positions. And as yeah, far as it not. like, in as much as it's like kind of black and white on that. On that note, like, I don't think Miyano can be the uke. But also, like, Sasaki is so, like, cute about his uh, attraction and mm-hmm. just has this attraction and just wants to be, like, by Miyano and isn't isn't really trying to dominate him. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it doesn't just, it doesn't follow that trope of Yaoi of, like, basically fucking someone into finding out they're in love with you hopefully <laughs> sort of kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah we do not we do not that is not something we uh promote on this podcast yeah absolutely um, not tropes tropes <laughs> tropes um, a, yeah, yeah. A specific genre um. but i think it's interesting because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't follow that genre at all but it also leaves it open to say well maybe they would end up doing that maybe they're both verses which ultimately would be the nice place for them to end up but if anybody was starting anywhere miano is definitely not starting out as a new k i um, just don't think it's it's the thing for him it, yeah this is like okay and this is the thing that i was really excited to talk to you about in the show mm-hmm. is this is this ambiguity mm-hmm. right um because i feel like um, we were talking about like Sasaki is the one that knows his desire and like knows and, and is therefore is the aggressor in a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. And the aggressor in this and in, in the genre is usually the top. Like mm-hmm. that's usually just like what that situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the moments of kind of like um, reckoning with feelings and intensities, Sasaki is like usually also doing something that's very trope of the aggressor and of the and of the semi right mm-hmm. so when um he sees when he sees miano um in uh drag and you know he like does the like uh the hand thrust to the wall or uh-huh. whatever right um it kind of like pins um miano briefly the like that, yeah that that is like a very like okay that person's like the top right mm-hmm. and then it and it doesn't go anywhere because Saki doesn't want to cross a boundary of consent essentially mm-hmm. right but like still is like he's like those kind of gestures and aggressions do leak out and that's usually where the semi is mm-hmm. um 
but then he kind of has these other moments where he's like totally not right and miana and miana responds accordingly i think miana responds in a way that like you would think is an okay mm. and then there's these moments that they're like flipped where miano is like being like oh you're the cute one and Scott sasaki is the one that's all of a sudden dem- not yeah demure and like blushing and like overwhelmed and like all those like kind of more uke things mm-hmm. and i think like even i don't remember that how the confession works for the kiss when the kiss happens but i remember the after of the kiss where it felt like the two of them were flipping in the scene itself mm-hmm. and i was like oh i love this because it's like in some ways they both fit like a because right now the current popular trope is the light tall and Sasaki has orange hair, um, Seme, and then the kind of like more quiet, um, short, um, like submissive Uke, mm-hmm. right? With like the dark past, like that's 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 the that's currently the popular Yaoi uh, figuration. Um, <laughs> twenty two uh, twenty two season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is like interesting because like also, you know, it's very rare in Yaoi that the shorter person is the top. Mm-hmm. That's like also like very important. Mm-hmm. And so this was like this like moment where I was like, oh, you're playing with the trope, but then like they could like like they're just switching back and forth. And I think that this is so cool mm-hmm. and also really sweet and really cute. Mm-hmm. They like really got me at the end because I like when they finally are kind of confessing to each other and then just being cute, it was almost like the dynamics of it's like an interesting like the dynamics of Yaoi are like irrelevant actually in mm-hmm. terms of Sime and Uke to like this relationship that was being formed. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me I was just like, oh, this is like really sweet and precious that like they seem so wishy-washy in some ways. Right. Cause because I feel like the the mangaka is for for what was seen on television is invested in like keeping that not being the keeping their positions not being the answer right yeah i i mean i'm i agree i had i have read this yuri yuri manga like years ago that was mm-hmm. a um high school romance thing and i think it was between a freshman and like a senior or maybe like a junior so they were like a couple years apart or maybe a year apart or something like that but basically the relationship was shown over a few years and the Mm. person who was shorter sprouted up and ended up becoming taller and so in the beginning of the relationship it was kind of like she was the dominated one and then at some point like it flips and it's and then this and she also grows up and she can like literally be like no i'm taller than you and i'm leading so yeah. i guess when i when i now i know that miano is a freshman and i'm just like well thinking about their relationship if it were to continue taking into account that he's probably on the cusp of a growth spurt yeah, if and they he, talk about it in this show a lot. Yeah, he's like... Like, if he's grown or if he hasn't grown. Right, and then, I, yeah, it'll be interesting. If they if it, if it continues, it, I would not be surprised if they end up being equal height and just throw the trope kind of... Throw that aspect of the trope kind of a little bit out the window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're like, they're like, oh no, they're even height, y'all. They're verse. Like, right. like... <laughs> 
what is this thing? It doesn't exist in the in the universe. In the, in the universe. Come to us like you know, old, yeah, alternate like, universe. Verse in the Yowie universe. Like, Get out. What does this even mean? But so you said that this really got you in the last episode. And yeah. we have discussed how we felt about a certain last episode. Oh, like God. yeah. So I just I want to bring that conversation up again but maybe from the sasaki to miyano side yes um after watching uh and this is that's a good thing to point out so i watched this um at the same time that i watched bisco which i i just know it as bisco has a longer title um but yeah after watching the frustrations of that fucking show (laughs) i was like thank god at least sasaki (laughs) to miyano like ends in this like sweet place Mm -hmm. for me to like rest on Mm -hmm. and i just i really like i really like sasaki as a character Mm -hmm. more than i do miyano in some ways and so it's just when i kind of realized that like the the position posi- the positions of the both of them their, their sexual orient positions was like ambiguous it just made me fall for sasaki i think more okay like when he just like because i think he like gets to his knees after the kiss and he just like covers his face and is blushing and i was just like wow yeah that's everything right <laughs> like, like i'm just like <laughs> his <laughs> his reactions are 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 like the joy yeah and he's the one, yeah, like you said, he brings, like, the gay angst. He just brings, like, the gay. <laughs> yeah, he just brings the gay in, like, all the best ways. Right. And I just, you know, and he, it's, like, really interesting. The one thing that we didn't, I'm just going to mention really briefly, is that they do do the thing that's, like, the yaoi trope, where it's, like, I know that this is not societally acceptable, so, like, but I know that I like you, mm-hmm. and even if I never like another man in my entire life, right. know that, like, I like you and that gender doesn't matter for you, right? And it's, like, they do do that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Targeted gay. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for for both of them, right? Sasaki is like, I've never liked a man until I liked you, right? And Miyano's like, I guess I could be with you. But like, <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. Right. So that was like a little bit like whatever. But I think that I could like let it go for like the queer potential of Verstam. Right. <laughs> We're like, I, we realize that you kind of like JK Rowling yourself. <laughs> you like close the universe on your opportunities. But we will take it for verse. For verse. Yeah, for verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sacrifices must be made right. so that verses can exist. Yeah, I can advance in this world. <laughs> so we can have switch relationships, yeah, yeah, goddammit. Yeah. Not not mutable positionality in a relationship over time. What is that? That doesn't what mean is... anything. You're just saying words. Words. <laughs> <laughs> so good so good um oh and then and so and then it's interesting because we don't know um the other ship that's kind of referenced but was never seen we don't know how that relationship is so it would be interesting if we get that because sometimes you get the b couple and like their own offshoot anime yeah um so it'd be interesting if we got that because that's the one i don't know if you picked up on it but it's the the blonde um senpai it's miyano senpai the club the club president yeah right and then his his um his like roommate that plays soccer 
that's like never on screen. Oh. But it's like that Miano is like, you're you guys are fucking. <laughs> and he's always like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Miano's like, No, that's my ship, you're fucking like, what's good? You know? <laughs> um I'm pretty sure that that is the B, the B couple. Mm, yeah, I did not pick up on that at all. But uh, it would make in, sense. He's in the ED, I think, for a second. When they're all, like, walking, I think that there's, like, someone who, like, comes in with, like, a soccer ball at the very end. Oh. And that's him. Oh. And it's interesting that, like, he's there in like very specific scenes but never singled out in a way that you like don't know who he actually is Mm -hmm. but he is like still in the like casting (laughs) you know it's so it's such an interesting choice maybe his scenes were cut and they were like we'll just put it in season two yeah if there's a season two or there's gonna be an ova um like given um My question for you is, so, despite, well, okay, with the understanding that you watch Heartstopper um, first, because <laughs> I did not give you an order to watch these things. You did not. My bad. My bad. Um, <laughs> I, just let you, I just let you run free. Um, <laughs> um, would you be down for a second season? How did it end up landing for you? Um, yeah, how did it end up landing for you? Like, uh, I don't. Yeah, just how to end up. I don't know. I, I don't know what my second part of the question is. Oh, oh, well. Um, oh, I think I was like, how did it end up landing for you after watching Heartstopper? Like, you know, or in, like... in 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 the context of the other Yali things that you that you've watched. Actually, is the question. Like, how does it feel, like, totally, now that we've talked about it all? Yeah, and, like, you know, like, are you excited for season two? Are you just, like, I'd watch it? Because it's, like, good, it's, like, generally good content. Mm. Um, Is it, like, are you, like, you know, it competes with Junjo Romantica or um, the the model, the second hottest man in the world show? Um, There's very little assault, so that's always great. It's fresh, it's new, it's exciting. Like, wow, <laughs> no one got, like, abused. <laughs> this is great. So, in that regard, if it kind of continued on that line, I'd probably watch it the next season. But, yeah, I like, it, it, like it, it went one way, and then it didn't stay that way. And then, you know, it did become unique in a lot of different ways. So, I think it's, like, worth investigating if there's another season but i wouldn't be surprised if it suddenly became like if it it, if it just fell into a bunch of tropes like if the soccer player came in and started like creating dysfunction i would not be surprised if like some other new character came in and just tried to stir the pot on multiple fronts again not surprised so if it could just be sort of like slice of lifey and wholesome that would be really cool and i would probably like continue watching it if i watched it before you told me yes or no to watch it but (laughs) um yeah i i would maybe keep an eye out for it oh yeah yeah before i gave you the like the thumbs up (laughs) right i feel like i see that it's up i'm gonna i'm gonna try i'm gonna dive in and i'd be like oh shit this water is too cold yep staying out staying out 
<laughs> yeah, I think for for me, I was like what I needed, right? Mm-hmm. Like even though Bisco makes me upset, like those are the two kind of like queer potential shows that I was watching, and I was like, ah, oh, anime, like yeah, give it, give me like some good heartfelt like content. Mm-hmm. And just seeing how angsty, like, fucking Sasaki on fucking Valentine's Day. Oh. To get a a fucking little-ass piece of candy back on fucking White Day. Right. Just, like, the, just the reactions. Ugh. Ugh. And then, you know, for, um... For me, this was before Heartstopper and kind of the effects that they do in Heartstopper. And so the way that the anime production, I think, like, didn't have a lot of budget, but, like, were adding, like, the way that they embraced more and more the effects of, like, the the flowers and things, like, mm-hmm. around their interactions, mm-hmm. I was, like, really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like, a, there's, like, a weird, there's, like, two cats, right, that, like, become friends that are also supposed to be indicative of them. Oh, there's like cats in the um the background that like are supposed to be them i'm pretty sure oh and so i was really there for like the cat as imagery (laughs) yeah there's an orange there's an orange cat that like walks around the school that's supposed to be sasaki and then i think he meets a black cat at the end and they all lived happily ever after yeah but you know this is high school Maybe maybe they end up saying, gosh, I'm going to go away to college. And the other one says, I'm going to go somewhere else to college. And then they don't see each other. And then it'll be like, did they have sex? Like, just like Sabukui Nobisco will be like, is it, was there really any consummation here? <laughs> well, they at least kissed. Yeah, they did. It's true. They did do more than Sabukui Nobisco. they kiss on screen i feel like that kiss is like slightly weird but i don't remember why is it the angle of it wasn't there like a phases or something it was it was kind of drawn out because they were both being kind of like well i like you well okay i like you too like fighting it felt like it felt like a brawl and then it's like oh but you're kissing now oh (laughs) i feel like when they first kiss it's like not an on-screen kiss and you kind of get the, like, you get the, like, chin kiss, where all you see is their chins, and, like, they're close enough that you know they're kissing. And then you get, like, a second kiss from them. Right. But I could, I could be misremembering that. No, I, um, that's, that's also as I'm misremembering it. Like, there's, there's, like, multiple, like, yeah, the, moments to that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a little, it is a little drawn out, because, yeah, Miano finally gets the courage, and, like, you're like, is this really happening? Right. And, and, he, you know and, he, he and he stumbles, right? Like, he, like, starts off being like, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I like you. I don't know what's going on. He's like, wait, wait, that's not what I meant to say. Right. Something like that. Just like, yes. Let, just just vomit all, all your latent, like, self-hating homophobic statements now. And then make out later. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, we've been here before, right. Yaoi. <laughs> right. Like, it's really fully like, who are you talking to? Like, you're not saying that to Sasaki. Like, I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's that chick over there. I don't know her, but I'm just saying. It's like, dude, there's one person in front of your face, and it's not a girl. <laughs> I don't think he gives a fuck. Who like... already confessed to you. Right. Yeah. I think the only, yeah. And there's like kind of like, what, like the false confession? 
the like moment where he's like, just let me think about it a little more. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, he's like, he's like. The motion for an extension. Yeah. Continuance, yeah. your honor. <laughs> I need time. He's like, he's like, I know you haven't said anything to me about it and you're still like being my friend and like really sweet, but can you just give me like another few months as I figure this out? <laughs> as I figure myself out? <laughs> and then Sasaki's just like, wow. <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> Keep thinking. Um, <laughs> Waste away. <laughs> <laughs> Gay angst. So, so when I was watching this, uh, and I was texting Francesca about it, I would just text her, "Gay angst," in the big caps. <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay." No explanation. <laughs> right. <laughs> but now you know there's so much gay angst from Sasaki. Yeah. But it really is like a it's a good gay angst. Yeah. It's a it's a really rich pining. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Out of pining, out of pining protagonist. He like really he really takes the cake for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he is a good ramen broth of, of gay pining. <laughs> <laughs> he is not no instant ramen. I'm like, I would suck it up. Yeah. Like, um, another round of noodles, please. Another? <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this broth's too good. Mm-hmm. Give me another round. Season two. Uh, <laughs> um, cute. Cute. I mean, that's. Did, did you have anything else to say about it? Because that was basically it. I guess I'm, like, I'm curious, since we're on it, like, in terms of the things that you kind of watched this season that were basically yaoi or shonen I like, where would Sasaki and Tomiyano like rank? Oh, like my rankings for them? Mm-hmm. Um, I think overall it was like the candy sweet thing I needed, which is often like what these shows are. Mm-hmm. But because I've watched a lot of the genre, it's not like formative, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I feel like I would. I think that this show is cute overall, but I would, it's kind of like, um, this feels maybe like a weird comparison to do, but I think, I think it's a good one. Like, I often don't like people to watch Madoka if they have no idea about the magical girl genre. Because mm. I feel like there's like something about, even though Madoka is a good show on its own, I feel like if you don't have any kind of basis for the magical girl genre, right. then you can't really appreciate like what it is like navigating yeah um you kind of just see it and then you're just like oh, okay and then you, you'll just go into other magical girl shows like misunderstanding kind of like the setup for them mm-hmm. and so this kind of feels like you know intermediate yaoi where i wouldn't like <laughs> i would want someone to watch other yaoi first okay to kind of like f- to really appreciate the things that sasaki to miyano does differently because i feel like you can only really appreciate them with understanding the kind of things that it's it's engaged with, right? And because it, it features a Fudanji person and the their people dating other Fudanjis, like it is a very like meta show, mm-hmm. even though it's mostly a sweet show. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, you might not like you might be like, oh well this character is clearly like the top and bottom and it's like actually no. <laughs> like actually like this narrative like really is trying to push against that. Uh-huh. Um, especially when it has Miyano kind of vacillating in his fantasies about Sasaki when they start to like, you know, happen to him, mm-hmm. right? Like they're different. They're right. different from what's happening in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
like you said, like he kind of doesn't, he, he, he identifies as a man and he doesn't, he's not positioning himself in a way that like he would see takes away from his masculinity. Right. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of invested in that. Um, so I do, I do see that like, kind of like, oh, this is maybe where they end up as, mm-hmm. but then the show still resists that impulse. Mm-hmm. Right. It still resists that impulse for him. Um, for now. <laughs> for now. From what we see. From yeah. what we see. Mango, mango readers can tell me different. Right. Um, yeah, I think that overall it's not formative, but then I also wouldn't want anyone to just like watch it out of the blue. Right. Um, you need you need some 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 kind of basic a basic course, you know, the first course, the the yeah. appetizer, which is actually yeah. like this is going to set up the rest of your meal and then this would be somewhere around maybe the salad course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know and I don't know even though even though the gay angst is really good and like the, you know, there's certain, there's certain things I really appreciate about the show and I do think it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's like a moment like um, the, the model, the, the second hottest man in the world show. Mm-hmm. There's an entire episode um, where you get the backstory for like why the uh, angel tall character like is in love with him. Mm-hmm. And like that moment with like, everything's in black and gray and like the way they transitioned to color in that episode mm-hmm. is like so fucking good right despite like problematics of genre and trope like that episode is really good mm-hmm. right and i don't think that sasaki damiano isn't like has any of those kind of moments mm-hmm. where i was where i'm just like fuck that was a good episode because right. i remember that episode happened and i was like francesca you have to watch this <laughs> And I did. And Sasaki Damiano, I waited till the end because, like, the end is, like, kind of, the end is kind of, I, like, kind of, sorry, I'm just repeating myself. Mm. Um, the ending <laughs> the ending is where um, I feel like the meat of the interest really shines for me. Right. The fact that, they're, the fact that it, they, they decide to land in a way that doesn't um, categorize them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because I, I, was, I was on the fence of suggesting it to you until the episode. Oh. And then and then the the pieces fell and it was yeah. it was well, I, potential verse and you were like <laughs> sign up I was like sign up <laughs> sign up well I also thought it would be interesting to talk about it you know together yeah. because because yeah. it does it does do something that's different from Yaoi traditionally right no yeah it definitely breaks from the mold yeah. uh, but maybe is not like a vision <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's like yeah yeah. But it's um, good, yeah. Yeah, it's no Yuri on Ice. Um, yeah, well, what is besides Yuri on Ice? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that show. Uh, uh, that, so, that, that intro and the outro. That... Oh yeah, and I oh I do want to mention that I did like, I really liked the opening music for Sasaki Tomiyano, but I also thought it was kind of like, reminded me of like, um. I mean, it's probably really is not the influence, but it it was somewhere between like ska and like kind of what is it like, um, basically African like um, jazz, maybe? Or is it like Hugh Masekela? Wow. It's I can't I, I, I need to find this genre, but there was like a, it, it's like the rhythm of the the song sounds a little bit African influenced to me, but that's probably coming through like different other um styles of music that it's informed by oh yeah it was a good opening sorry i had to play i had to play the first few seconds no, I was yeah. like, what are you talking about and like oh yeah 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 um cute well 
uh, on that on that last point, we're gonna wrap 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 it up. Um, if you know uh, anything that is considered a gay comi that is not Bara, uh, send it our way. We would love to check it out to see if there's um, a distinguished difference or if I'm just uh, talking in trope circles. <laughs> um, could you give them the deets, Francesca? Oh my goodness. <laughs> deets. I have them. If you want to send something to us, which we might look at. You can do so at bfgbot at gmail.com. Wait a second. I fucked that. I think I did. It, did it sound like bfgbot? B- no, it sounded like pod. Okay, good. Bfgbot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, cute. And then, you know, you can also send us um, any kind of things that you want us to watch um, and talk about, and we will consider them. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're still going through the backlog of things where I was like, Francesca, you must watch this. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we true. still have some content to get through. We... I think we have like four things. But yeah, look forward to it. Yeah. And uh, thanks for being with us here at BFG Pod. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Hopefully you appreciate us. Yeah. And goodbye. Later. Later. <laughs>